Welcome to lucky episode number 13 of the Game Raven Review podcast. My name is Henry J, and I am joined by some of our talented writers to discuss. Well, it's not some, it's the same two people that you've heard <laughs> over and over on the podcast <laughs> this week. Uh, but we will have guests. We have guests lined up, so stick around for that in the coming weeks. Uh, Puppet is here, of course. Hey, again. <laughs> and Taz as well. This is such an honor to be here every time. The honor is all mine, for sure. Uh, <laughs> on today's episode, we are going to talk about how we have been in a pandemic for one year and how our maybe our gaming trends have changed. Maybe we've tried out some new stuff. Maybe we've beaten some games that we've just had in our backlog with all of this downtime that we've uh, been experiencing as a human race <laughs> and also what we are playing this week we have a ton of games that we're playing this week a lot of different games which is very cool so stick around for that we're going to talk about that coming up next talk about what we are playing this week whether it's indie or not we play a ton of games so we'll start with taz what are you playing this week uh still playing some valheim just cruising waiting for the next big update to come out um also playing a indie horror game called uh the medium on my spooky saturday streams so it's i, I added a, a game from the last two weeks so i mean i'm always playing a game you know but like the medium is the one I've been playing multiple days of, so that's what I count. And have you have you beaten Valheim yet, the two of you? Uh nope. No, but um I did I did cross the I think I'm at um a hundred and twelve hours. Wow. Yeah, and I, I beat the second boss and I'm on my way to beat the third boss. So I am making my way through. I'm not just building, I promise. Kind Our of. Master's cheating. I am not. I am not cheating. Kind of. Okay, I am a little bit. Okay, here, here's the deal, though. Here's, here's <laughs> Okay. Wow, I did not expect to be thrown under the bus, but here we are on the podcast. Hot take. I'm not cheating. I'm only a little bit. So here's the deal. The map is freaking huge, and you can't see, like, any of the map. And I have... I have... I want to do. Oh, sorry. I have stuff I want to do. And... It's just so much easier if I can see the whole map. So I found this website where you can enter in your world seed and it shows you where the different biomes are. Where You're the taking all the fun are. out of it. No, 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 no. It's yeah, that is not the fun for yeah. me. <laughs> I need to know where I'm going and what I'm doing and be able to plan for it. So like also it shows you like where all the bees are and like, hey, I want to make some honey. I got to find some bees. I'm not going to waste my time searching around i know i want to know exactly the where they the are game. no no i don't have fun doing that <laughs> yes. shit. no no i mean kind like i, I want to do it like okay this is why i hate shopping okay i don't like shopping in the store because i'm just like i know what i want just get me what i want and get out like I, I don't care about spending time exploring all the racks and everything i'm not that kind of girl i'm just like here we go this is the plan i've made the plan i know what it is i know what i want and I need the materials here and there. So just tell me where to go. Okay. Just tell me where to go. I don't want to, I don't want to explore. I'm, I, that's not me. So there you go. There you have it. There, th that's, that's me. 
I feel like you sucked like 90% of the fun out of Valheim because you have to prepare for anything when you venture out. You have to be set to venture out into the world to explore a new land or new area. That's the, that's the fun part of the game. I'll do that, though. But at least I know where the areas are. So, like, if, if and when I'm ready for the planes, I know where they are. I can go there. I, like... The reason, like, okay, so this is what I did this last week, is I needed to find a place near the swamp that I could build my next little swamp mansion, my manor, and have a base that was, like, in the meadows, but, like, near the swamp. So I had to look at my entire map and see where the ideal place would be for me to build this big, beautiful house, where I know the enemies aren't going to completely take it over. Um, but I'm still close enough to the swamp where I can go get materials and take them back and all that stuff. So it's like, I need to plan. I'm a planner, like, and I can't plan if I don't know what's like the map is. So there you go. There you have it. I don't like this. Taz, do you like this? (laughs) Uh, no, when she told me I was pretty like distraught, I was like horrified. (laughs) Yeah. This is like time traveling and animal crossing level of blasphemy. Okay. Oh, no. um, for the record, for the record, I never time traveled in Animal Crossing, so I I didn't do that. But I, I it is what it is. I'm sorry. This is just who I am. So this take me or leave me. <laughs> I need to see the map. I need to see all of it. Like, <laughs> you know. Also, uh, oh, go ahead. Okay. Doesn't it bother you that, like, when you look at your map, there's, like, holes in the map, like, where you just Yeah, I try to fill them in. I hate that so much. Because at least, like, in Breath of the Wild, it would fill it in for you. Or even, like, it reminds me of, like, um, Age of Empires. And there comes a point where you can suddenly see all the map if you, like, advance, you know, your university to a certain level or whatever. But in this game, I haven't seen that so far. So I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to look it up because uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like almost 120 hours into this game. I deserve to see the map. Okay. There you have it. Well, I don't agree. I don't agree with this. But I did, <laughs> I did cheat once on Valheim because I died in the middle of the ocean. Uh, to a serpent that I didn't know existed until that moment in time, and I was like, "Oh boy!" And I died so far away. So I used like the the little creative mode and got my stuff back. That's all that I did. That was the one time I, I, I cheated. You guys are both was, cheaters, man. Because I was like, I don't want to do. You know, I'm alone. I'm not playing with anybody. So it's like I don't want to do all this stuff by myself. It was like a half an hour of no. It was like an hour or so of exploration. My gosh, yeah, that would be terrible. I'm, I'm disappointed in both of you. But I did only follow the the route that I took, so I didn't see any of the new map. I didn't like straight shot there. I followed the exact uh, route that I took. So, see, I'm I'm different than that. I would have just struggled to get my stuff back. I would have like just started anew. And so we, you know, we are all che- we are all cheaters in our own way. Okay, it's how you get through life. I don't cheat in games. <laughs> whatever I'm a, Taz I'm a, I'm a purist when it comes to gaming okay so you've never cheated no okay wait you've never, never cheated never ever Un- unless unless like I wouldn't call like putting on invincible mode and uh, 
like exploding bullets in Grand Theft Auto cheating because at that point I'm just so bored that I'm just okay I'm just gonna destroy the whole town that's probably the extent of cheating I've ever gone I've never cheated to progress any story or any level or any achievement no nah, no nah, not about that or used walkthroughs uh yeah yeah only for like freaking like hey find the 400 korok seeds like that's freaking baloney of course i'm gonna use a walkthrough for that oh yeah i didn't i have so many hours in that game and i never did the korok seeds because you just get a golden piece of at the end and i just <laughs> was like that's not worth it i'm sorry um sorry spoilers but that game has been out long enough i don't think it'll spoil anything but okay well that's good to know. I mean, I I grew up playing Age of Empires and learning all the cheats because my brother would learn all the cheats. And, you know, I know how to get a bunch of gold and then turn into Jesus. So and have a Ferrari. And I'm sorry, that's just so fun to play that way. So you're missing out, Taz. You got to cheat sometimes. Purist. I can't believe I I'm it. encouraging people to cheat on the game. Raving con- <laughs> podcast. Was, it, was it Age of Empires the one where Gandhi had a uh, a coding flaw? And if you got if you did something in the game, Gandhi would like his 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 integer his value for anger would like go from zero to negative two hundred and fifty five. And he turned into like this tyrant that would like was hell bent on like enslaving the whole world. Was that Age of Empires? Um, I don't know. I, I have not heard of this. Could be civilization. Could have been the first. Oh, civil- yeah, yeah civilization. Yeah, Civilization Five, I think, is what I'm seeing. It's it's one of the greatest bugs I think in in gaming history. It's very funny. <laughs> so, uh, besides uh, puppet you cheating in Valheim, uh, oh my gosh. What, what what else you? Oh, Taz, we didn't talk about the medium. So the medium is uh, an interesting horror game. It kind of oh my last stream of it, like it kind of broke me down a little bit to be honest. Um, because, you know, there's nothing more scary than real life. You know what I mean? This game isn't really full of the jump scares. It's kind of you play as a medium, not in like a religious sense or anything like that. But you're kind of just this person with a power to kind of go between realities of, um, let's see, I, it'd be like like the the living world and um, what's it called? Uh, uh, the world between worlds, not the living, but... Uh, What's it called? Heck. We're to like wait out until you go to heaven or something. What's that place Purgatory. called? Purgatory. Purgatory. Thank you. Thank you. So you the gameplay is very interesting because like the main character, she'll get a headache and then she splits. And so now you're playing simultaneously as if it were mirrored in both realities. Um, and it's like one way is blocked. Another way is like fine. So you have to like focus on one to deliver the other. But if you stay in one too long, you'll be there forever and it's not always good um but like i said it's not so much a jump scary game it's just like a heavy story real real stuff happens and like i don't know it kind of got me think i was talking to Pubmaster about after after my stream and like she heard i was just i was poof i was i was a goner for a second holy moly and i don't get emotional i don't get emotional with stuff but like that was kind of very interesting so highly would highly recommend highly recommend the record, he stuff. does get emotional about stuff. He does cry during movies. Okay, it's an it's wow. You cry, art. dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I cry. I'm more logical, but like I don't know, maybe because of 
therapy is making more emotional, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. I cried during a freaking Yakuza game. Got me real nice. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Puppy, you're playing... What, what is the other game that you're playing? I am also playing a new one this week. It is called Viviette. And it is a delightful little uh, indie game. It was made by two brothers. And they also make pixel art. So it's like, um, you know, pixel art meets like indie horror meets like puzzle game type stuff. And it's it's quite delightful so far. Um, I was really impressed with like the movement and the lighting that they used in their pixel art in the game. Um, but basically, it is a story about, um, uh, you know, classic a guy who is in a big scary mansion and his sister goes crazy and is trying to kill him. And he's just trying to figure out what's going on and i haven't really i've only played a couple hours so far and i have not figured out exactly who viviette is um but it is it's scary man like there's little jump scares here and there that are really unexpected and i i have played uh a few quite a few like pixel art rpg games like this like top down games but i've never been scared as much as I am with this one, um, just because of the like random, like unexpected, weird things that happen. Um, and I don't want to spoil any of the games, so I won't tell you any of them, but it is frightening. It is, it is a, it is delightful, but it is also quite frightening. And I do recommend based on the my couple hours. The sprite work is very much like Final Fantasy VI. It looks really good. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very well done. Yeah, I I was actually gifted this game by um one of my viewers, and uh, she's played it like three times. She said, and I'm super happy that she shared it with me. So it's by DYA Games, which again, um, it's two brothers um who also do pixel art, and their names are Alberto and Danny, and they have a new game that is coming out um called Evil Tonight, and you can go wish list that on. Um, on Steam. And I will just say this again. I know I always do, but wishlisting games is really important for um, for indie devs. So, and it doesn't cost you guys a thing. So go do it. Go, go wishlist, you know, your indie games and let them know that you're interested. Just push that little button. Again, doesn't cost a thing. You don't have to commit to anything. Just wishlist games. It's super helpful. Um, so yeah, go and wishlist their, their new one called Evil Tonight. Very similar style. Um, looks like a super interesting story. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that one too. Uh, it doesn't have a release date yet, but it will be available this year at some point. So, um, yeah. Very cool. And on the pixel, it must be something in the weather. The weather has changed here in the Pacific Northwest and we're actually getting sun like once a week. And so uh, everybody is a lot more chipper. Vitamin D is flowing into our bodies once again. And everybody's not as dour and sad. Uh, the time change has happened. So everybody's in good spirits. And I think that's kind of contributing to, uh, you know, maybe maybe going back in time and playing some games that make you feel fuzzy and warm, like, like an old uh, pixel art style game. And that's what I've been playing, but not uh, Viviette. I am playing Octopath traveler which came out for the switch in 2018 it's now on steam 
it was on sale. I picked it up. I played the demo back when it first got released, and I didn't like it at all. I think it's mostly due to the English voice acting is really bad. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I I was like, you know what? Let me give this game a shot, and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's beautiful. It's got a lot of old-school RPG systems in it that I really enjoy. It's like a love letter to the Super Nintendo era of RPGs, and it's developed and published by Square Enix, so that makes it uh, all that much better. But I'm really enjoying that one. Uh, I had to look up how to beat a boss already, so I know that it's uh, it's an old-school RPG for me. <laughs> had to go on the game facts and figure that out, uh, just like back in the day, so that made me feel... feel uh, warm and fuzzy inside and uh yeah it's really cool uh definitely play it with the japanese voices though and uh english text if you're into that sort of thing uh i was just not that down with the english voice acting i'm sorry uh, i'm still on loop hero which is a lot of fun and then i decided to play uh because uh, my friend fellow streamer uh my friend josh is playing apex legends so i decided to to give that a shot and i haven't played a modern shooter in a very long time and oh my god it's just like you're just spiking like dopamine into your brain every 20 seconds everything is loot boxes and you're collecting things and you're getting points and you're getting coins that you can trade in for different things and you can do all this stuff and then you got to drop into the game and it's like a battle royale there's all these things going on you can pick up all these things you can acquire all these things and then you die and then you do it all over again and I'm not good at these games. <laughs> they scare me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just being carried by people. And uh, I had a good time, like, just hanging out with friends. But it's not something that I would play alone, I don't think. But it's free. So if you're into that sort of thing and you haven't played it already, uh, you know, it might be something to check out. I don't know. Tez, know we, were, we were talking before the podcast and you had a spicy take. Uh, not to say spiky take, but, like, I think... That game came out right before I started streaming, and I, you know, I was like, I'm gonna be an Apex streamer. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pro at this game. And then, I, I paid for season zero or season one, and then I stopped playing for some weird reason. So, that, so I, I, I guess I never got back to it. Yeah, it didn't pan out. I, I don't know. <laughs> I never, I would never spend a dime on a game like this. Uh, <laughs> But apparently people do. I don't know. Everybody's got like banners and uh, they're looking cool and they got cool skins on their guns. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just there. I got I I really suck at this game. I've I've learned uh my my old man brain can't handle the fast twitching aiming anymore, I don't think. But I did I killed a robot with my fists and that was the only kill that I've gotten in Apex Legends and I felt really cool about it because we all like dropped into <laughs> this one place and there was like another team and they just like rushed we got inside like this little like house thing and then they came in too which was kind of dumb but i didn't have a weapon and like the other guy had a weapon and i don't know how but i punched the <laughs> out of him and i killed him <laughs> it felt really good That's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah it was it was a good time <laughs> So that's uh that's what we've been playing. Did you do you have anything else before you switch over? I'm sorry. Oh no, like if you want to squad up, Henry, just let me know. We'll take on a whole team. You and me. We'll go duos. Word. Let's let's do it. I was really bad at duos. I can't <laughs> see I can't see that far. 
Like everybody's like a little tiny, like and you got to shoot this little tiny man so far away. And I'm like squinting at my screen like a you moron. See something move, shoot it, you know? But it's so far away. <laughs> Give me Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike was my jam. And- I, oh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Just play play Valorant if you like Counter-Strike. That's what everybody's been telling me. Uh, maybe I'll check it out one day. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we've been playing this week. Up next, one year of gaming in the pandemic. We're going to talk about our experiences. So stick around. Welcome to the main segment of the Game Raven Review Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about gaming in the pandemic, our experiences, maybe some new genres or games we've checked out, and how we've been using video games to get us through uh, the pandemic itself, which is still very much real. I, I've been vaccinated because uh, I, I, I work in food, uh, thankfully, in our state here in Washington. Uh, more and more vaccines are being given to more and more people and my number got pulled my my industry got pulled uh i'm only in this industry because of the pandemic to be honest with you and i needed to pay bills so i'm back doing uh what i spent a decade of college trying to get out of which was uh being in food but here we are again <laughs> i've come full circle in life and I've been vaccinated, so thankfully, uh, hopefully, the more people get vaccinated, the more we can see each other again in real life. But until that time, we're still stuck in our homes playing video games. And uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about our experiences with gaming in the pandemic and uh, what we've maybe explored or how we've kind of changed our, our gaming lives to to fit the new normal. Um, Honestly, I um feel that video games and the pandemic and discord in particular have really changed my life. Like <laughs> changed my life, like literally changed my life. Um, so before the pandemic hit, I would host like game nights where we would play a lot of like tabletop games and um, we just have like a bunch of friends over and it was a great time. I loved my little like game night parties. Um, but once the pandemic hit, it was like, okay, well we can't do that anymore. So now I have like we've done game nights over Discord and it's allowed me to invite friends from like all around the world um, to play. And I I've made a lot of friends during this pandemic that I've never met in real life, quote unquote, Um, you know, from Scotland, from Philippines, from Australia, from, you know, just all over the place and um it's it's really changed the game so like jackbox has been a huge one um for us and you know we played like um you know a bunch of different like you know multiplayer games we were playing pummel party this last week and um it's just kind of endless and it's amazing how discord has connected me and everybody else with each other in such a unique way um and even like like Taz and I, we live in the same house and like we literally play Valheim and talk to each other over Discord, like on different levels of our house. <laughs> Whereas like before the pandemic, like I would have never considered, I would have thought, oh, that's silly. Like, why would I do that? But now I like, that's how I communicate with people the most is like through Discord and through video chat. And 
um, how I meet people is through Twitter and in other like, you know, MMOs and whatever. So yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting year. Definitely. Um, and I also, uh, Henry, you know, before the podcast, we were like chatting a little bit about this and, um, you said that you started streaming, which is like completely new for you and unexpected. And like, I started streaming as well, just because like, I don't know, I didn't have anything else to do. Like I, I went to school for music and I, um, sing in a semi-professional choir and we just couldn't do that anymore. So I don't have music really in my life. So what's filled it is just more video games and streaming on Twitch. And it's been really awesome to have something to look forward to in my week that isn't like movie night or something. I don't know. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as a musician as well, I have no more music. So <laughs> I've basically replaced uh, practice with Twitch streaming night. And I've tried to like start streaming in, in the past and I just would drop it every time. But now it's something I look forward to. It's a way for me to, to keep, uh, in touch with my sister who watches my streams. She lives in California. So it's kind of a cool way for us to to stay involved. And she's gotten really into Twitch lately and have found all these different channels. So uh, that's that's kind of neat for the both of us. Um, you mentioned Jackbox. I got my my uh, 65 plus year old parents into playing Jackbox on Zoom, which is a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, they're in my pod, so I get to see them every once in a while. Uh, when I when I feel like I'm, you know, safe, I'll go over there. But yeah, we'll hop in Zoom and we'll like play Jackbox together and they understand it and it's easy for them to play. So that's been a lot of fun to to kind of stay in touch, especially during the early days, like a year ago, when everything was so uncertain and unsure. That was a, a fun way to kind of forget about things. So I'm glad you, you brought up Jackbox. But um bringing up you know meeting new people uh the two of you live in the same city as me i had no idea that the both of you existed until i joined game raven <laughs> so <laughs> um puppet i think i probably met you once in passing at a bar but uh i can't really remember so it's it's kind of cool that you know a game raven exists here and that we all i joined because we have a, a mutual friend and away we go and now there's these people that i know in my city that i didn't know before because we don't really run in the same circle of friends or whatever so that's super cool still blows my mind that like you and taz still have not met each other like well i was thinking about this like when we did that like high rope shooting what didn't you do that oh yeah yeah were you there yeah we, yeah we were the ones that did that yeah oh so it was the three of you yeah that's crazy. I did. I thought it was just uh, Puppet and Alex. Oh, I was there. Oh, that's so wild. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I uh, in my old my old job, I worked for our uh, county here, and I went out and shot. I worked in tourism, so that industry is dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the I guess the three of you were models for this high ropes course that we have here that I, I shot video for. That's so funny. I barely remember that day because it was like looming that something was going to like we may get shut down we may not it was right before the pandemic started yeah it was yeah that was crazy wow i i totally 
like forgot. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like there are certain things that had happened like right before the pandemic that we just we were so focused on other things that we just kind of forget. J- just cuz like that entire time like we didn't know what was going to happen. And honestly, like when I first heard that things were shutting down, I was like, they're not going to do that. They're not going to shut down restaurants. Like don't you're overreacting. Like no, they're not going to And then I and then I think Taz and I were actually in Ocean Shores at the time and I go to get breakfast for us and like the the server was like crying as she was telling me like I can't have you come inside but you can take anything to go and I was like oh my god what is happening here this is this is happening like and we got home from our trip to Ocean Shores and we could no longer go out to the bars. We could no longer go out, you know, to restaurants or anything that wasn't normal for us. It was, yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of other things on our mind at the time, for sure. Yeah, but wild, wild stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I can't <laughs> believe it's been a year. So, so to bring it back to games, after that happened, you know like a lot of people, I was like, okay, I'm working from home now. Like what? I have so much extra time. What am I going to do? And the world kind of feels a little out of control. Uh, Hey, animal crossing. Cool. I can be like domestic in animal crossing and feel like I'm accomplishing something. And Oh my God, I can hang out with my friends just in animal crossing. And I remember one day I was like, you know, um, we should all just like go to the museum together. And we like all got together in, in Animal Crossing. And we went to the museum together. And like, I can't remember what the first like event was, but I remember like 4th of July hanging out with people in Animal Crossing and doing like the little like fireworks thing. And like all the, all the stuff during the year that I love. Cause I, you know, if you ever meet me, I'm a huge, like, I love Christmas. I love the holidays. I love I just love parties and anything that gives me an excuse to have a party like I'm super excited about. So um, to be able to have like Animal Crossing where they do special events for, you know, the summertime or, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas or like in the springtime or whatever. And you're like, hey, New Year's Eve, like, let's all get together in Animal Crossing and watch the countdown because we can't physically be together for that. But we can like have our little like party favors and stuff in this little game and so it kind of like like animal crossing helped me get through the year you know it helped me get through the sadness of like not being able to celebrate in person with my friends and i know like everybody memes about that or like says that but i'm like serious like i don't know it just kept the magic of like the seasons for me because a lot of it gets very monotonous when you just are at home all the time which I am one of the lucky few who get to like work from home. And I I have not like been more than like probably a mile or two away from my house very often at all during this entire time. And I'm just glad I have video games to jump into where I can just like, you know, experience a different world and um, see my friends as little Animal Crossing characters. It's been pretty great. Yeah, Animal Crossing kept a lot of normalcy. It came out at the perfect time, which was obviously totally unplanned when they released it. But I'm happy that it came out 
when everything shut down because yeah I, I mean i spent hours it was like my i would like wake up and the only sometimes the only thing and i saw this in a comment too the other day on tw- on twitter or something sometimes it was the only thing getting me out of bed because I, I I lost my job, I had no idea what the hell was going to happen to me, uh, how I was going to pay bills, how I was going to pay rent. But I knew that Animal Crossing was there, and that I could just get away from my hellscape that has been created for me and dive right into this world where everything's cute. And I don't, you know, Tom Nook doesn't care when I pay rent as long as I pay it eventually. I don't even have to pay it at all, you know. So, and if I want to, I can go fish and catch bugs and sell it to people, and then I can make money that way. Uh, so that, um, I was like really happy that Animal Crossing existed for my own mental health. And it, yeah, it was really nice to, to you know, uh, to see my friends digitally in that place where everything was so happy and carefree. Uh, sadly, I, I don't really play it anymore. I haven't in months, but for those first two months or so of the pandemic, I was on it every day for hours. So I'm glad that it exists for sure. Yeah. What about you, Taz? Um, sometimes I forget we're in a pandemic. God. <laughs> because, okay. Cause here's, here's because my Taz is a computer. <laughs> here's my experience is that, and I don't want to, you know, everyone has their experiences. It can be really crappy or it can be not so much. Um, my work like kept going, uh, cause it's very like, it's kind of like a bubble, it's a very private kind of situation. Um, and so like, I still had my 40 hours a week, you know, and I'm, I'm a gamer anyway. I was, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to gatekeep, but like, I've been playing games, trying to play games every day for the last 25 years. And like, it's just, it's, it's my, cause you know, you guys said that you're, you enjoy music, but now music's not really a thing anymore because of the circumstances. Whereas like video games, you it, it it is all about just like staying in one place and just doing nothing, doing being productive in a virtual world for hours on end. Um, and so like nothing really changed for me. Nothing really inspired me. It's just, I just kept doing what I was doing um, because it just happened to be my hobby. I'm sure if I had a more like outdoorsy, more kind of, social hobby my life would be completely different but since i prefer to stay away from people as much as possible um that's just kind of where i'm at so (laughs) you lucky duck yeah yes now we're all living like taz so nothing nothing changed for taz which is good i mean good good for you (laughs) i mean honestly like it, it kind of in a weird way like Thankfully, I don't know. I know people who have contracted COVID, but I don't know anybody who has passed away from it. Thank God. Um, so, you know, as as the pandemic went on and things, I finally got my unemployment check. <laughs> um, and and life kind of just like kind of I don't know, it just kind of leveled out for me. I wasn't worried about it anything anymore. It kind of felt like summer vacation in a weird way, because that was about the time when life started to level out. And I, I worked like one day a week at uh, my buddy's taco stand that he has. And I just I just played games. And I wanted to dive back into the back catalog of mine and just play as much as I possibly could, which I did. Played a bunch of Yakuza. I caught up on, pretty much caught up on all the Yakuza games that were on Steam. And then I beat the first Dragon Warrior game on the NES, which uh, I've wanted to do forever. And it is such a great game, even now. 
it's kind of cool to see the genesis of the RPG was in Dragon Warrior, the modern RPG. It's it's Dragon Warrior. So that was really fun to play through and to see like just how far that genre has gone from like, you know, 1986 to now. Uh, it was it was very cool. It's still super cute and a very fun, simple game to play. Basically, you just grind forever until you get to like level 20 and then you can finally beat the boss. Uh, so that was yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, also playing games with my partner, Sierra, who like we played games together in real life but during the early days of the pandemic we did like a month long uh uh quarantine from each other and she has mac which sucks so there wasn't a lot of things that we could play together but it was a lot of animal crossing stardew valley on the switch old school style where we would call each other on the phone and like talk on the phone while we were playing on the switch because nintendo has no idea how online works still in 2021 so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Like just trying to to connect any way that we can uh, with somebody who I play games sitting next to on a couch all the time. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, un- unfortunately, I do know a few people whose parents have died from COVID um, complications, and um, there've been a few that what that were really rough. Um, it's it's not it's not pretty. It's just not. And you're so isolated and you can't see the person because you can't get into the hospital. And it's off. It's really awful. Um, but, you know, for me as a young, healthy person, you know, I don't know this. Pe- I don't know these people directly. I know I know their children. And so I, I was, you know, because of social media, I was able to see a lot of the story and stuff and then having other conversations with them and kind of feel through that. But overall, like as a young, healthy person being at home, like. You know, it does kind of feel like what you were saying, Taz, like, you know, life doesn't change or like, uh, like for you, Henry, like, it just feels like you're on summer vacation and like you're sitting there playing video games and you're like, I'm, I'm saving the world right now. Like, cause I'm quarantining and I'm doing what I'm supposed to, and I'm not helping to spread anything. So I, and I feel good cause I get to stay home and play video games. And like, like that is in a way, like video games are such a gift during this time because we can feel that way we can kind of like escape um the harsh reality of like what's actually happening in our world um and just i don't know feel like kids again on summer vacation like for me i just well for one before before the pandemic hit i used to love making meals for a bunch of people again the whole party thing and so i'd cook a lot of the time now i eat like i'm 12 and chicken nuggets and mac and cheese are the greatest thing and a little PB and J here and there. Um, and I also, you know, I'm I'm playing video games all the time. So it's like I've regressed into a childhood on summer vacation. It's 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 I'm not complaining at all whatsoever. So anyway, that's my whole point. It's just like video games have really helped us get through this in, in a lot of different ways. And um it's it's just interesting how each of us have adapted in one way or another or use video games to either connect with family or friends or to escape into a different world um, just to kind of take our minds off of what's happening. So thank you, video games, for helping us get through this pandemic. (laughs) We have a ton of games to play still. A ton of games are still coming out. Thankfully, the industry hasn't really been hit too hard uh, as far as games getting delayed and things like that so 
there's going to be more more games on the horizon for us to play and cover and discuss with you. So, uh, yeah, hopefully this time next year on the Game Raven podcast, we can uh, all sit back and uh, think about the pandemic that was instead of the pandemic that still is. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Game Raven Review podcast. I've been Henry J, and you can find me online at Twitter and Twitch at SuperHenry64, the world's worst internet handle, where I stream indie games every Monday at 7.30. I changed my time. Give me an extra half hour to eat my little din-dins. 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Puppet, where can people find you? And I'm Puppet Master N. That's Puppet Master E-N. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. And I stream on Twitch, mostly indie horror, on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I also have multiplayer Mondays on Mondays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So uh, come hang out. It's a great time. And Taz? Uh, yes, you can find me at TazTDevil3 on all virtual platforms, pretty much. Um, I do stream on Twitch every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday with each day being their own theme. So if you want to know what those themes are, stop by and check it out. And of course, find us on Twitter and Twitch at GameRavenReview and GameRavenReview.com. Join our Discord. You can find out more on our Twitter as well as GameRavenReview.com. We have a pretty cool little uh, little crew happening, so join it. Join our flock. How about that for some marketing? <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's go. Let's let's uh let's disappear for another week. Have a fantastic week and we will see you next Wednesday.